Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shiler from B1029, and we're going to discuss and recap and dissect some of the big entertainment stories from the week of October 31st. And I, we never like to start these with some sad news, but this one I, I was kind of like a, oh, when you heard about it over the weekend. Now, Aaron Carter, he's the younger brother of uh, Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter, and Aaron had some songs that that hit the charts too back yeah. in like the 2000s. Um, Put some respect on his name. Aaron's party, come and get it. <laughs> I Sorry, want candy. I was, yeah, I was an Aaron Carter fan. Aaron sadly passed away on Saturday at the age of 34. Uh, reports say that uh, this or uh, medical personnel arrived at the house on Saturday. I believe the, the call came in around 11 a.m to his house in California by his house sitter. But Aaron was there. Uh, they found him uh, dead in his bathtub. He, they, he, they announced him dead on the scene when, they, when medical personnel arrived. We know that Aaron's been battling addiction for a while. Um, so they're, they're still investigating, obviously, as, as what the initial cause was. So, But um, a lot of people, including Nick, uh, and there, and and if you've been following Aaron for a while, you know that there's been some some That's drama true. between he and the family, including Nick. In fact, in 2019, yeah. Nick sought a restraining order against Aaron. But Nick posted a, a nice tribute to his brother on Instagram. He has a photo of of he and and Aaron when they were younger, and he says on his post, "quote My heart is broken. Even though my brother and I have had a complicated relationship." My love for him has never faded or never, ever faded. I have always held on to the hope that he would somehow someday want to walk a healthy path and eventually find the help that he so desperately needed. Sometimes we want to blame someone or something for a loss, but the truth is that addiction and mental illness is the real villain here. And he ends it by saying, God, please take care of my baby brother. And they also did a tribute to him. Uh, I believe it was in London uh, just shortly after they found out that he had passed away. Um, on stage and so i guess there, there was not a dry eye in the house no i i can't uh yeah i, I cannot imagine and i know he this this poor kid you know i mean being like a, a child star it's like he i really do think he had it rough and he he coped with you know drugs and alcohol and uh, like he, like Nick said, mental illness and addiction is the real villain here. Really took uh, his his prime years and his his childhood and life from him. He's only thirty four. Remember when he dated Hillary Duff? Yeah, he, wasn't there some kind of weird thing with with he and Duff and also Lindsay Lohan? Like there was like a yeah, he was like love triangle going on there. <laughs> I think he was dating like both of them at the same time. Which <laughs> dude, you can't you can't do that. No, no, can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and I know it's been like 20 years ago, but Hillary Duff did um, did make a, a, a post as well. She said, I'm deeply sorry that life was so hard for you and that you had to struggle in front of the whole world. You had a charm that was absolutely effervescent. Boy, did my teenage self love you deeply. Sending love to your family at this time. Rest easy. It's mm -hmm. very sweet. Yeah, that is nice. And I know there was a bunch of other tributes as well. Uh, you know, obviously sharing their their thoughts and, and condolences for the loss of Aaron. So I mean obviously they'll they'll do a they'll do their investigation, see what the initial cause was. Um but uh yeah that was that was a bit of a shocker to hear that. 
on uh, on Saturday to get the news alert that, that Aaron Carter passed away. So, mm-hmm. all right, moving on. Uh, Selena Gomez has been in the news lately. She's got that new documentary out on Apple TV Plus. Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me. She did a lot of press about it, and even did a an interview in Rolling Stone when she kind of talked a little bit more about the dark dark time in her life, um, yeah. revealing that. She never did it, but she contemplated suicide for years. Um, She tells Rolling Stone that, quote, I thought the world would be better if I wasn't there. That's dark. And that's my heart. Yeah. It's it's, it's wild because, you know, being on the other side of, you know, just being an everyday regular person, you know, we look at these people and we have them on a pedestal, like their lives must be so perfect and easy because they've got, access to all the resources like they they don't want or need anything because it's there for them at a moment's notice and i guess we don't really get to see how lonely it can be because yeah. i mean she had, she'd even said that she didn't she didn't think she had any real friends she said mm-hmm. the only friend in the industry this this got her in trouble too she said in the interview that her only quote friend in the industry is taylor swift now, if you remember, <laughs> five years ago, an actress who has been a longtime friend of Selena's, Francia Racia, donated a kidney to Selena Gomez. That was someone, a friend in the industry, too. Yeah. So, uh, I guess an Instagram post highlighted that comment, and Francia commented on it and said, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then unfollowed Selena Gomez. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. I mean, yeah, you, you've been friends with her for a long time. And, yeah, you donated a kidney. You, you literally saved your friend's life. Yeah. And to have, you know, an interview come out with her talking about, obviously, this, this documentary and saying that my only friend in the industry really is Taylor Swift. I mean, I, I feel for her friend, Franzia. I mean, I really do. Knowing, like, uh, hello. Like, <laughs> I'm right here. Hello. I'm I mean, waiting. One down, one kidney for you. Yeah, I mean, you know, just, just you know, kind of helped you out there a little bit, kept you going. When I guess a post was made saying that Francia had unfollowed Selena Gomez, so Selena commented on that post and said, "Sorry, I didn't mention every person I know." Like, okay, I get it, but you could have mentioned, you know, the person who gave you a kidney. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like this, this might be part of it. This might be part of why Selena felt like those dark moments. It's like she can't even, you know, misspeak or or goof up in an interview without it being a huge piece of drama. True. I hope I hope that's what it was. I hope she just it was either taken out of context or see to me, if you give me a kidney, you're no longer my friend. Like you're literally a part of me. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not you're not a friend of mine anymore. You're like my family. You you've transcended being a friend. So I don't know if maybe that. Uh, maybe I I, that's how I would consider it, but yeah, but I would have to think that. Does. Yeah. Now look, when 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 the question was asked about because she here's the the, the quote that kind of came along with the whole Taylor Swift thing. Here's what Selena said before that she says, "quote It was so stupid, but I really thought my world was over." I never fit in with the cool group of girls that were celebrities. My only friend in the industry was Taylor Swift. So I remember feeling like I didn't belong. I felt the presence of everyone around me living full lives. I had this position and I was really happy. But was I? Do these 
materialistic things make me happy. I just didn't like who I was because I didn't know who I was. Now, look, yeah, Taylor and Selena, yeah. Obviously, that time really leaned on each other. They were always around each other as well, especially when Selena was with, with Justin. It seemed like there was also – we we, we kind of know that Taylor wasn't the biggest fan of Justin. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, have you listened to the new album? There's yeah. I think is uh, directed at him. And so, you know, Taylor, obviously, we assume being there during Selena's dark times. But, yeah, I mean, I, I would kind of if I was, you know, Francia, I would I would maybe be a little hurt by that. I, I would hope that Selena, w you know, talk to Francia and be like, hey, I didn't mean what I said not to, you know, not include you or just kind of push you aside because Taylor Swift's a huge name or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, look, I can understand why Francie would be a little hurt by that. Like, eh. I mean, because how long have been? I mean, Casino has been friends with Francia for how long? Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I would assume it'd have to be a long time, <laughs> you know. And I have Let's not watched the that. documentary on Apple TV plus. So I don't know if Selena mentions Francie at all in the documentary. Um, yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, don't know how long the friendship or how long it was between it says long time friend. So, yeah, it would have to be as long, if not longer, than her, relationship, her her friendship with Taylor Swift. Yeah, but also, like, I don't know. I mean, they're in, they are in the same industry, but different. Like, Selena is an actress and musician, whereas she's got Taylor Swift, who isn't an actress. She is an, a musician. Mm -hmm. And Francia, who is an actress, not a musician. So I don't know if maybe she has, if it was taken out of context, you know, or or like it, maybe like in the frame of her mind, where she's referring to the music industry as as a like right. in particular, because that would that would fit, you know. Francia is not in the music industry; it's a different, it's completely different. Right. So her yeah. only friend is Taylor Swift, because at that point, you know, she kind of graduated from being a Disney Channel star to being a musician and she wasn't really acting anymore. So it could have it could have been that she meant the music industry and not Hollywood celebrity industry. And it and it also could be a huge like nod to Francia that Francia isn't one of like the celebrity like mean girl people and she doesn't even consider her to be a, a, a part of it because she's because they're so close i don't know mm -hmm. so yahoo life has an article about the alleged feud between francia and selena gomez and they say that the pair francia and selena have been close friends for over 10 years Ooh, Ooh. and yeah. what about taylor swift well taylor swift that's a good question because i mean obviously we know i mean I would have to say it would be around the same time, if not maybe a little earlier. Yeah. You know, so because, I mean, you're talking 10 over 10 years, let's, you know, say 2011. 
You know, I, I, may, I, I don't know. I don't want to think that Selena Gomez would intentionally slight this this best friend of hers who gave her a kidney. Mm-hmm. I really, I really don't want to think that, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think she just goofed. I, I would think so, and and hopefully that, you know, Selena goes and actually, you know, hey, hey, that taken out of context, not what I meant, you know. And, and look, when you're in an interview like that, sometimes when you're talking about certain things, you're not, you know. You, you probably honestly you, you likely don't get the questions in advance, so yeah. <laughs> you're just you know like well when when asking about those certain things you're talking about without explaining or going into detail, like you said maybe she meant the music industry, so I I hope that she I hope that she called her because I don't I don't like I don't like that Francia Reza posted interesting and then unfollows her without even trying to like talk to her because i think i mean i'm different though i would just be like hey nice interview jerk you didn't want to say maybe you know shout out to the girl that saved my life you know whatever right give her give her a little bit of crap but she might have had her feelings hurt and wasn't ready to talk so she just does the little the little petty passive aggressive social media thing (laughs) and then (laughs) I hope that as soon as Selena Gomez saw that she had unfollowed her or a post that said that she had unfollowed her, that she immediately picked up the phone and called her and was like, dude, I, I, I get it. I'm, I goofed. I'm so sorry. That's not what, and, and, but instead she just comments on the post and was like, sorry, I didn't mention everyone I know. It's like, well, we're not asking you to mention everyone, you know, we're just saying little, little sus, little sus that you don't mention. Right. Your friend of over ten years who didn't donated a kidney to you. You're saying your only friend in the in the industry yeah, was Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Give you a kidney, right? Uh, whatever. Ugh. You know, this coming from a guy. Female drama is way different than male drama. It it is because it's because like I said, it's like you go to like the passive aggressive like mm, interesting. Well, sorry, I didn't tell everybody. I how everybody I know. I didn't name drop everyone. Just, I would just pick up the phone, just yeah. pick up the phone or, or square up. <laughs> if you're really that mad, let's box. Let's do it. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. We'll boy. have a good, yeah. Have a good, uh, a good little punch throwing yeah. session and get over it. That's what, yeah. Let's do that. Get it all out in the open. Let's wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> so also making news, uh, Matthew Perry. Um, had a, me- a new memoir come out. We actually learned a lot about Matthew Perry through the memoirs. You know, look, my favorite character on Friends was Chandler, the the goofy guy, never serious. He was the funniest one. Oh, by Period. by far. And look, That's we know he, mean. we knew he had, or and he's been open about it. You know, issues with with uh, addiction, and he yeah. talks about it. And so he's done a lot of press about it too, and talks about you know, his money that he made with friends where he revealed that um, he was paid, let's see, like just over 22,000 for one episode and then went on to make more than a million dollars a week on friends. Thanks to his pal, David Schwimmer. Um, Let's see. uh, Also goes on to talk about some of the other money that he's made on some of the other films and such that he's done. 
Um, even talks about his personal life with, um, uh, you know, Julia Roberts. Um, let's see. Also talked about um, wondering what intimacy was going to happen with him and who <laughs> who made that happen. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, for someone, when you, when you were young like that, you're like, uh, is this ever going to happen for me? And I mean, without, I mean, without giving it away or anything, you find out who it was that actually helped him work through that. <laughs> I mean, it was the cousin of an, of another popular actress. I won't, I won't spoil it for those that haven't, or that want to read the memoir. Yeah. Read it. Yeah. Um, also revealed in an interview and also in the memoir, uh, because they, they, there's an interview he did on, on Sirius XM when asked, because apparently he had a crush on Jennifer Aniston. And Aniston allegedly was like, no, thanks. Let's just be friends. And, you know, Matthew Perry, like, okay. <laughs> you know, kind of got it gently being shot down. Yeah. Realized that actually Aniston and Schwimmer, because we, we found this out during the HBO uh, reunion of Friends, that Schwimmer and Anderson actually kind of had a little crush thing going on there during friends and to realize it just wasn't working out because he'd either be in a relationship and she wouldn't and vice versa. Matthew Perry revealed in the interview on, on the Sirius XM interview that, Oh, he knew he goes, Oh, I knew, I knew what was going on. Oh yeah. You know? And, and, well, and it said like everyone knew it was like, everybody right. kind of got that vibe but they were just, they were so committed. They were like, no, it's Ross and Rachel that have crushes on each other. It's not us. And it's like, man, they're just really good actors. Nope. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But he also goes on to talk to, or goes on to talk about, you know, the, um, his alcohol and, and, and drug abuse. He said that, people who watch friends can actually track his addiction. He said, quote, when I'm carrying weight, it's alcohol. When I'm skinny, it's pills. When I have a goatee, it's lots of pills. Yeah. Um, you know, which is sad. I mean, I think if you really watch friends, you can, you knew something was going on there because I mean, obviously him playing Chandler is goofy and, and I think when you watch some of those episodes, you can kind of tell like, something might not be right with, with Matthew Perry during those times, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, it was a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff and also talks about how Bruce Willis got to be on friends during that stint when, uh, uh, Rachel's dating Bruce Willis. Yeah. For the, for the short stint and real, and, and this, we, we knew this in the, in the, in the past, but it, there was a bet between Perry and, and Bruce Willis and Perry obviously won. So Bruce had to make a guest appearance on, on friends. <laughs> you know, and oh. I wondered, cause, cause this has kind of gone around. Didn't he, he, he slided Keanu Reeves in this book as well. Yeah. And it was so random that even Keanu Reeves himself was like, what the hell dude? <laughs> Like, where did, why, why did you bring up my name? Cause he had said like, he was so devastated to lose, you know, big prominent figures in the industry, like Heath Ledger, Chris Farley, but Keanu Reeves is still out walking around. And it's like, 
you picked like the most beloved celebrity to say you would exchange God for. It was like, whoa, hang on a second. But he says there's no beef. He just, it was just a random name that came to mind, I guess. I, I think so. I think I think there's maybe some resentment or jealousy there because that's what he he's always wanted to be a movie star. Yeah, and and I think because I mean, look, Matthew Perry. There's there's those actors and actresses that they're just that's just what they're known for. That's just what they are geared towards. Just that one type of role, and Matthew Perry is just geared toward this type of role. Yeah. He, I don't. I would never see him as a serious like drama actor. Um, it's always the goofy, comedic, you know, sarcastic type of roles. Not a lot of people can make that transition. I mean, look at like, um, um, Steve Carell. Steve Carell is a good one. I mean, he's made a couple. Mm -hmm. He's had a few good roles in a, in a more dramatic, uh, tone, but it's not very common. Jim Carrey. Same thing. Yeah. When you see yep. Jim Carrey, it's usually a goofy, funny comedy. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler, he can do it. He can do it, but that's just what he's known for. No. And when when they see him in a completely different tone film or series or whatever, it, it almost feels uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. I know Jim. me growing up with Jim Carrey, you know, Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, You're yeah. like, oh, okay. But then when he came out with like the Truman Show and then he got into... Um, uh what was the other one he did yeah the sunshine yeah that one um you're just kind yeah you're right it's uncomfortable like this isn't jim carrey yeah you know um same thing with like the late robin williams you know he he did a lot of funny stuff you know mork and mindy mrs doubtfire and then you saw him in like dead poet society and you're like oh and but you know what honestly robin williams did pull it off Oh yes. I mean, I think they all do, but it's mm-hmm. very it's it's almost like you you as a viewer and a fan have to get over that hurdle of where you've already kept them like in your mind. So just yeah. I mean, it's like it would be hard seeing Matthew Perry. It would be hard seeing Chandler playing a bad guy. It would it would right. be hard because you yeah. don't see Chandler as being a bad guy. You know, it's it's not a lot of actors can do that. Right. Um and I think he he might just need to embrace that if he is going to come back and may, and have a comeback. I mean, Brendan Fraser has done it. <laughs> he's oh, he's yeah. doing it. It can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can forgive and and move forward and and rejuvenate, revive people's careers, I, I I think that he's he's very deserving of a comeback. And and to see him, I don't know, maybe 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 not pick up Chandler, but. Chandler's personality like it could be a, a different character but like right. I don't I don't think and he even said this in an interview I don't know if it was in the book or in an interview he had he had said when he read the script for Chandler he was already in a contract with a different show right so mm-hmm. he was not going to be allowed to audition because of the show was still going on but when he read the script he was like it was like someone had followed me around for a year and wrote everything that I was doing or, <laughs> you know, based it off of me as a person. I am Chandler. So it was kind of cool that, and, you know, unfortunate, but very fortunate that that's that series that he was um, contracted with got canceled. So he could audition for friends. Right. Yeah. And, and, I and think look, that Chandler is Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry is Chandler. So I think yeah. just 
maybe maybe even a reality TV show. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, just I mean, kind of follow him and through his his progression and how he's kind of dealt with, you know, it seems like he's better now. I'd love to see him even in like a video or um, audio podcast form. Yeah. You know, I mean, the memoir is great. Like writing the book is great, but this could have been a great like content series for a, a, a video blog or podcast series as well. Well, you know, we could always flip this to the Matthew Perry podcast with Joe and Shiler. I will get on. We got we got Matthew Perry on, of course, talking about certain things in his life, and we're just in the background asking him questions all the time. Right, like as always, it's Joe from B One Hundred Two Nine, Shiler from B One Hundred Two Nine, and of course, the Matthew total, Perry, the total regular regular guest appearance of Matthew Perry. Yeah, I would be I would be such an obnoxious fangirl. I, you you cannot do that. We cannot do that. Oh, my, my wife would, would be begging. Can I just be on every week? We'd have to have like multiple. We'd have like almost like a panel of people on the podcast after this thing <laughs> would take off. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, Shyler doesn't need to be on this. I, I'll, I'll handle it. Shyler, Shyler told me she can't be there that way that day. It'll I'm, be I'm coming in. <laughs> Move over. <laughs> All right. Finally, we're finishing up with our was story. And this one, I look. I don't think this. I don't think we're wrong, but Adele did a Q and A in Los Angeles last week uh, while talking about uh, it was for her new uh, the release of her new music video for "I Drink Wine," and during the Q and A, they had a London-based fan come on the screen, and she asked a question about her songwriting, and Adele was was just enthused and ecstatic because the London fan properly pronounced her name. And Adele says, well, so Adele goes, she said my name perfectly. And and the, and the person hosting the Q and a was kind of confused because Adele said my name. What's that? I would be horrified. If she's like, Oh, she pronounced my name. Right. I'd be like, what? What? Uh, huh? But here's the thing. I don't think we've pronounced been, been pronouncing it entirely incorrectly. So the way apparently we're supposed to be pronouncing her name is Adele, not Adele, but if you have a London accent, if you have a London accent, you're going to pronounce it Adele. Think about how British and and people in in London talk and their accent. Like, my name is Joe, but if you're a British person, you're going to pronounce it Jew. And if you're Australian, you'll be Joe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like we, your name is Shyler, but if you have a British or London accent, you're gonna pronounce it Shyla. Have I told you about uh, my my friend that moved uh, a little a little bit south and started changing my name for me? Oh, really? She moved literally like an hour and a half south of where we grew up, <laughs> <laughs> and I went from being Shyler to Chawler. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's 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 different. Like she spoke with the most jacked up wannabe Mississippi accent living in Southern like Illinois. It was like, it's so weird. It's like, you're, we're not even, we're, we're still like a good three, four hours from Kentucky <laughs> or Tennessee. And she's like, Schaller. Oh my God. I hadn't seen you in like four weeks. I've missed you so much. And I'm like, why are you talking like that? This is how I talk. Schaller, you know how I talk. <laughs> 
I was like, whoa, dude, this is weird. So yeah, <laughs> I, okay. It definitely picks up the accent fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, you're impressionable. Oh no, it's hilarious. And and now um, I told that story to my husband um, and now that's what he and his entire family call me. So some <laughs> people get, you know, cute pet names, baby, honey, darling, sweetie. I get Chawler. So okay. that's cool. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to change it to Joe and Chawler. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's that's that that's an interesting point that you make though. That it's it's not so much the pronunciation, but the accent. There is like an yes. accent. Well, didn't didn't Rihanna? Rihanna says she's not Rihanna. Like everybody calls her Rihanna, but it's actually Rihanna. Right. So it's. I think that's really just what it is. It's. You're right. I think it's more. It's of it's an the, accent. It's the accent. So here we're gonna pronounce it Adele, because phonetically the way we pronounce things here. In our region, A D E L E is uh, and then D L E D E L E would be Dell for us. Uh, Dale. I mean, maybe people in, I mean, well, maybe not so much. Well, maybe your friend would, but you know, if you think about a southern accent, it'd be Adele, which, okay, oh, yeah, that might be closer. And especially for a London British accent, you're going to pronounce it Adele. And so, but for us here, it's Adele. Interesting. So I think it's it's all about the accent in the region that you live in. Can we just oh. shout out to that interviewer? Because I would be so mortified if I found out in the right. middle of an interview and so, that I, I had mean, been dorking I mean, up this woman's name. I mean, if I was the interviewer and you're like, wait, we've been pronouncing it wrong. And then you're and you have Adele, obviously, who's London based, you know, pronouncing it Adele. And I don't know if I've ever heard her say her name. No, I mean that's the thing. I mean, when she would say her name, it sounded like oh, she's she's sound, she's pronouncing or pronouncing her name as if someone accent. with a London accent would pronounce it. Like I said, if if you were saying my name with a British accent, it'd be Joe, <laughs> not Joe, with the accent that we have. So you know, I'm curious now. Okay. So we need Matthew Perry to be a guest on the, on the podcast. And then we need Adele, Adele to send us what our names would yes. be like in London accent. Yes. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Please pronounce out. our names in the way you think they should be pronounced and we'll let you know if we're right or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, dissecting, discussing, going in-depth in some of the big entertainment stories from the week. Uh, for Chawler or Shyler from B1029, <laughs> and we will catch you again next week. <laughs>